This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 76. In today's episode, I'm talking about enduring the storms in marriage. Endurance is the ability or strength to continue or last despite fatigue, stress, or other adverse conditions. Essentially, it's the stamina we need as wives and husbands to weather the storms in our marriage. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. In today's episode, I am talking about enduring the storms in marriage. It is so challenging marriage just on its own. So when storms come, when battles come, when difficulties, hurdles, you name it, come into our marriages, sometimes the storms take us out. So in today's episode, I'm wanting to share a few ideas, suggestions, and tips to help you to endure the storms in your own marriage. So number one, please know that the storm will not last forever. Finances, infractions, health issues, children, jobs, career, you name it. Hardship is real. And there's a reason why we call it hardship, because it's hard. But just because it's hard does not mean that you will not be able to endure. So endurance is the ability or strength to continue or last despite fatigue, stress, or other adverse conditions. Essentially, it's the stamina we need as wives and husbands to weather the storms in our marriage. Number two you are on the same team. This is really important. We have to learn how to fight together, not each other. So oftentimes during the storms, we are scared, frustrated, and totally stressed out. So it is really easy to take take out all of these things, frustration, fear, stress. It's easy to take all of these things out on our spouse or our kids because one, they are all easy targets and it's easy to blame them because they're the closest person to us. And it's, it just, we don't have an outlet or we're not, we don't have self-awareness to really recognize that we are taking this stress and frustration and fear out on the people that we love. So remember, you are on the same team and you're fighting for the same thing. So you have to remember to fight together, not each other. But this does require a lot of self-awareness. You have to understand and recognize when you are snapping at your husband or your 
or your child for really no reason because they didn't do anything. It's just because you have not communicated, you have not expressed, you have not found an outlet to really be able to manage this battle that you are going through and how to effectively communicate it and get the help and support that you need in order to really weather the storm. Number three, communicate, communicate, communicate your feelings, your frustrations, and your fears. This is so important. It's important to be committed to communicating your feelings about what's going on. It's important to be committed to communicating your frustrations with the situation and the circumstances, and maybe your frustration with each other. But it's also important to communicate your fears. Because again, this is real life. And while God doesn't give us the spirit of fear, there are oftentimes we are afraid and we need to really express that. We don't want to give power to it, but we want to recognize what it is that we're experiencing and what we're feeling. And so it's important to be able to express that. So let's just take an example. Let's just say your, your husband lost his job and he's the primary breadwinner and you are a stay-at-home mom or you're working part-time or you're not making enough money to be able to provide for your family. And this has gone on where he doesn't have a job for months, maybe years. And as a result, your lifestyle has had to change completely, completely. And so now that you are enduring this storm, the enduring process seems to be getting really long. And now you're getting weary. What do you do? It's really important. And and we as wives, we're wanting to support our husbands, right? And so we're not wanting them to worry that they don't have a job or, you know, we're not, we're trying to be supportive and we're trying not to panic, <laughs> right? But it's sometimes really important And oftentimes really important to really express your frustrations, because if you don't express your frustrations and you're not being vulnerable and transparent with what you're experiencing with the person that you're experiencing it with, they may one think that everything is okay when it's not. And they're really not understanding why your behavior may have changed because you are not really expressing your true, sincere feelings about the situation. So it's important for you to communicate that and be vulnerable with each other, share your heart with each other. And it's, there's, it's, there's no need to be a tough guy here, really, because you guys are on the same team. One, you're fighting for the same thing. So share your, your, your fears, your feelings and your frustrations. Just share them. Hey, hey, babe. You know, today I just had a lump in my throat. Why? Why, babe? What's going on? You know, I just, you not having a job for a year and a half now, it has been a major strain on our lives, as you know, on our family. And I'm just, you know, it's been a long time. What are we going to do? Do we, do you have a plan or, you know, we don't, we have only one month left in savings and it's just, it makes me really nervous and concerned. In fact, I feel a little afraid about what our future holds. You know, be honest, share. And and if you have a 
really strong, healthy exchange in a relationship, in your relationship, in your marriage, it can open up so much. It can open up a deeper level of intimacy. It can open up a deeper level of connection, emotional connection, which is definitely what we want and love as wives and as women. We love connecting with our husbands emotionally and we feel safe when we do that. So I want to encourage you to be vulnerable, be transparent and share those feelings because it really is important. It really does help forge a stronger bond with each other when you do that. Number four, focus on the end game. Okay, so you're going through a storm. You're going through health challenges. You're going through a job crisis, financial crisis, your children, a wayward child. You know, maybe you guys are really disconnected in your marriage and you're not sure you're going to make it. This is this is a storm, too. Right. So talk about your feelings, your feelings, frustrations and fears. Right. You remember you're on the same team. You want to also talk about what will life, what will marriage be? What will it look like when you get through this? Let's say you're going through a financial hardship and you've had your car repossessed. You've had your lights turned off and you know, you're having to borrow money to make ends meet. Enduring the storm requires faith, great faith. So ask, ask yourself, where is your faith? Share it with your spouse and talk about it. You know, babe, my faith is weak right now. Or, you know, we need some support. Bring in the support. If you have cultivated strong relationships in your life, married relationships, couples that can literally rally around you and hold your arms up during the storm, invite them in. Don't be a tough guy. Don't be a tough couple and try to endure this alone invite them to become a part of your prayer time or, you know, to to really help you build a budget, create a budget that you can, they can hold you accountable to really changing some behaviors in your life so that you can get back on track with your finances. But don't do it alone. Don't do it alone. And so focus on the end. What will life look like? What will our marriage look like when our finances are back on track? Talk about it. Visualize what life will be like when you come through this storm. It really does help encourage each other when you, one can be really strong in their faith one day when you may be weak and they say, babe, this isn't going to last always. Remember where we have, we're in this together. And if we can just hold on for the next six months, if we can just hold on for the next 12 months, life will be different. And you can encourage each other by staying in communication, staying, remembering that you're on the same team and focusing on the end game. Number five, praise your way through together. When we are in the midst of a battle, it is often hard to shift our mindset from victim to victor. This takes practice. It takes intention. It takes a self-awareness to know when you are being a victim versus being the victor. You've already won. The battle has already is already won. God's already fought your battle for you. But oftentimes when we're going through, we forget that. And so we need to remind ourselves that, you know what? 
This battle is already won. This battle of us not having enough money and robbing Peter to pay Paul to make ends meet is not going to last always because there's going to be a time when we won't be like this. And you've got to really build your own faith by talking about it together. So when you praise your way through, this makes a huge difference in your just in, in your endurance within the storm. So what if you were to shift your mindset to thanking and praising God for the lessons that you are learning because of the storm? Mm. Thank you, God, for teaching me how to budget and live my life and really manage my finances with a budget because you didn't before, right? Before the storm, you kind of just did what you did. But now because of the storm, you've got a budget. So now the what are you learning during the storm that you can praise God for because now you are becoming a better version of yourself? What if you were to praise him for growing your faith and trusting him during the storm and thanking him for growing you closer to your spouse because now you are relying on each other to weather the storm together? Guess what? Storms have a purpose. Storms have a purpose. And what if we were to spend time really thinking through and just sitting in the storm, observing how we're growing, how the storms are growing us, how the storms are growing our marriage, growing us, our growing our faith, growing our trust, growing our vulnerability, our transparency, our communication, any of those things. If we were to just sit in the storm and observe, hmm, this storm has really grown me. And it really is the storms that grow us the most. And so I want to share an amazing story that I love. I've heard it. I heard it many, many years ago, and many of you may have heard it, but I think it's just so perfect for this episode. Throughout life, we will all face some version of a storm. The storm could come to you as a relationship or family issues. The storm could present itself as problems at work. The storm could also blow into your life as health or financial concerns. No matter the presentation of the storm, we all will have storms at some point in our lives. It's not a matter of if the storm will occur, but when it occurs. And if we will survive without too much damage. We will indeed survive if we strive to be like the palm tree in the storm. Would it surprise you to know that there are some palm trees that can withstand up winds up to 145 miles per hour? As such, palm trees are able to bend 40 to 50 degrees, almost touching the ground without snapping. So when the strongest of winds from the most brutal of storms are beating down, it is the palm tree that will bend in the storm, but not snap. It is the palm tree that will, after the winds and rains have passed, be able to stand back up and continue to exist. So we should all strive to be the palm tree in the storm. Researchers have conducted a great deal of study on how and why trees survive storms. So I think when we examine some of their findings, we will find guidance in weathering our own storms. One, do not be a lone palm tree. 
In 2004, Hurricanes Ivan and 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 Jeannie Research showed that trees growing in groups survived the winds better than individual trees. Your chance, your chances of surviving the storms in your own life will also be much lower if you attempt to, to be a lone palm tree. So it is our job to grow and develop rewarding relationships such that when the storm comes, we will not be alone in our battles. Number two. Do befriend palm trees that are different from you. Research shows that when a variety of species, ages, and layers of trees and shrubs have been planted in a community, the trees will be more likely to survive hurricanes. We also need to be willing and eager to populate our lives with a rich diversity of others. That diversity will provide you with a patchwork quilt of people to stand by and over you as storms bear down on you. Number three, do remove hazardous palms, do remove hazardous palm trees from your life. Research demonstrates that removing hazardous trees species that are endangering lives and property and have low wind resistance increase the remaining trees survival odds. So stop right now and ask yourself who or what might be the dangerous tree in your life. Perhaps it's a person who has not matured with you and is more of a thorn bush than a strong, vibrant palm tree you would be able to count on in the storm. Or perhaps it's a habitat that you have or don't have that you know will make you vulnerable to the storm on the horizon. Now is the time to remove those hazardous trees from your life before the next storm. Remove them now and increase your chances of surviving the storm later. Number four. Is that four? Yes. (laughs) Number four. Do not mistake wear and tear of palms for defeat. Research shows us that the greater the wind speed of a storm, the more likely the trees will lose some or all of their leaves. The greater the wind speed of a storm, the more likely the trees will lose some or all of their leaves. However, leaf loss does not mean the tree is dead. The same is true of us. Every storm in our life will batter us and perhaps leave us bruised in some way. However, never mistake the wear and tear that you have suffered during a storm as defeat. Instead, see that bruise of the storm as proof that you fought the battle. You bent down as far as you could during the storm. And yes, you survived it. So aim to be the flexible but resilient palm tree in all of the storms of your life. So when you are not in a storm season, prepare by surrounding yourself with a diverse group of other strong palm trees. Remove those palm trees and other trees that will not be helpful, but rather harmful to you during the storm. And when the storm comes, do not try to survive your battle alone. Rely upon and lean on the diverse group of palm trees in your own life. The storm may bend you down and you may feel as though you will surely snap, but know that you will not. The storm will end 
and you will survive. So strive to be the palm tree in your own storm. So good. That is so good. I absolutely love it. And um, this is from Carolyn um, Messiah. And she was at the she's US UCF forum columnist at the University of Central Florida. And I just loved that story. Love, 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 love that story. It is so such a perfect depiction and visual of what we go through in marriage. But if we can strive to be a palm tree, we may get bruised up, we may get (laughs) some bumps and bruises along the way in the battle. But we may bend all the way down and touch the ground because of the winds are so strong. But we will, the storm will end and we will survive if you choose to. I love it. And so I hope that these are things for you to think about. There's some ideas and suggestions that you can put into practice right now. If you're going through something, a battle, if you're going through a storm, if you're going through something that you never ever in your life thought you'd be dealing with right now, I want you to apply these few tips that I share today. Remember the palm tree. You are strong. You can weather this storm. You can endure this storm. And you've, you've got what it takes to make it through. Trust each other. Endure the process. Continue to communicate. And once you get through this storm, you will be able to celebrate together and be an amazing example to so many other married couples in your life who will be going through the same thing. So continue to stand, continue to weather the storm. If you ever need support or other encouragement, please feel free to reach out to me at hello at mrschristyjones.com or also on Instagram at wifewisdom, DM me, and I would love to encourage you and support you along your way. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I really, really appreciate it. If you are not following us on Instagram at Wife Wisdom, I invite you to join our tribe over on social media on Instagram. If you have not rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so to rate and review us. That would be awesome in helping other women find our podcast. But most importantly, I just thank you so much for continuing to be consistent and listening to our podcast each and every week, sharing this with your sister circle and continuing to just share and and send me love and encouragement and support that this is blessing you, that it's encouraging you, that you truly are benefiting and feel like you're being served through this podcast. So thank you so much for being here. I love you so much with all my heart and I look forward to connecting with you next week. Bye-bye. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.